Thanks to all of you for being with us. Our toll-free number this Friday is 800 941 If you want to join us, we'd love to have you be a part of the program. Um, I saw this. Somebody handed this to me. Sweet baby James, I believe, in human events. Biden weighing vaccine mandate for interstate travel. You know, my my biggest concern in all of this is and is this one one size fits all medicine. Now, I don't know why there are so many people that are so comfortable out there that have no medical background whatsoever, that know nothing about your medical history or your current medical condition, that feel that they can demand and tell you exactly what you must do. And in the process, in some instances, even ignoring the, quote, science, which has been their mantra for however long now. Because the science, for example, says from the Cleveland Clinic, if you had COVID-19, you don't need any vaccination. Well, what about your need for a vaccine passport? Are you still going to insist they get vaccinated? Because that's not going to work out well for people. I mean, it's especially offensive that frontline healthcare workers, nurses, and, and those, those in the middle of the pandemic threw themselves on, you know, COVID grenades every day to save other people's lives and got COVID themselves and survived it are now being fired if they don't go along with the mandate, even if they're following the science of the Cleveland Clinic and the prestigious medical institution that we all know that to be. Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, MD Anderson, you know, NYU, Langone, Sloan Kettering, there's there's Cedars Sinai, Los Angeles. There's certain medical institutions that have this prestige factor that has been earned because of good science and good medicine. But we're going to only only apply the medicine and follow the science only when it's convenient politically for us. Well, what 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 kind of science is that? I'm following the science. You know, a lot of people, a lot of you got mad at me at the time when I said, you know what? I, I would never want to get anybody sick. <laughs> I, I, I really began to doubt myself when Jimmy Kimmel tweeted out, I agree with Hannity because he hates my guts. And the feeling, by the way, is kind of mutual. But, but putting it all aside, it's not political health. I would never want to have... I would never want to make anybody else sick. It's just something I'd never want to do. That would bother me, you know, to no end. And and I wanted to get to the back to normal life as fast as possible. Concerts, sporting events, you name it. I'm, you know, I wanted life to return to normal. Restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's, you know, I'm, and I'm watching everything that's going on. And it's it's vaccine mandates. One science fits all. What, what about people with rare medical conditions? And there are many of them. That, that whose doctors say do not get the vaccine. It's not good for you. It's not safe for you. We're, we're going to now shut them out of restaurants. We're going to stop interstate travel for them. We're not going to allow them in sporting events. They're not going to be allowed to participate in society due to no fault of their own because they're following the science of their doctor based on their unique medical history and their unique medical condition. Or those that are following the Cleveland Clinic science that, that already had COVID, that have natural immunity. I mean, it's it's this cookie cutter, one size fits all medicine really, really bothers me. Now, I want you to take this seriously. Somebody that I care about very much 
His brother died last night from COVID. Last night. It breaks my heart. Take it seriously. I've been up to my eyeballs in this. And the one thing I know everybody knows about social distancing and masks and we have three vaccines. What nobody seems to be talking about and we've been talking about is, okay. now that we have the Delta variant and the Lambda variant right behind it, that seems, you know, to be able to very easily penetrate vaccinations. Now we've got to make a, a, a little bit of a pivot towards therapeutics that have similarly been developed that are working. The one that stands out the most in my mind is Regeneron, and that's the monoclonal antibodies that are infused into somebody to test positive for COVIDs, you know, into their body. I had at least at least six people I know had the infusion this week and the last week, at least a dozen people I know had the most of them, except for two cases, breakout cases, meaning they'd been fully vaccinated. And the 74-year-old friend that I have with 68-year-old wife that were not vaccinated, they did great. Dr. Farid actually was extraordinarily helpful. They live in Atlanta. They got the they got Regeneron at Emory University Hospital, and they got it in less than 24 hours after their diagnosis of COVID. They're fine. Their kids got it. They're fine. Everybody's fine. Everyone now is tested negative, thank God. In the, in the case of the person that recently died, it was unvaccinated, and did not use any therapeutics. By the time I heard about the case, the person was already on a ventilator. There's nothing I could do at that point in terms of offering ideas or putting them in touch. I don't. I offer my thoughts, but I usually put them in touch with people that have varying uh, uh, medical viewpoints so they can make their own informed decision. Ron DeSantis now has done something, I think, brilliant. And that is now he announced... That well, now that the CDC says the vaccination is not preventing people from getting COVID, that he is setting up centers starting in Jacksonville, which happens to be a hot spot right now, all throughout Florida. So vaccinated people, especially the most vulnerable, the people that he protected while other states did not protect the elderly population, will have access uh, to the monoclonal antibody cocktail like Regeneron. Eli Lilly, to their credit, has developed one as well. It's, it's I think, equal to Regeneron. And again, I urge you to, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but that would be my first consideration, considering we have now all these breakthrough cases. I mean, it's 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 pretty unbelievable. Now, but then the, the worst part of all of this is that while we are, as American citizens, being told that we've got it, we have vaccine mandates, mask mandates, vaccine passports, or you're going to be cut out of everyday life to pressure everybody to, to take their one-size-fits-all medicine, regardless of their unique medical condition, their medical history, maybe rare conditions they have, whether or not they might have had COVID and have natural antibodies, and and they might just be shut out of life. While simultaneously, you know, last month, what do we have? 200 and 12,000. I mean, this this is the biggest month yet. Over 212,000 illegal immigrants crossing over the border illegally with a very high percentage of people that are have, of COVID positivity. The mayor of McAllen, Texas, has warned that Biden's COVID-carrying illegal immigrants are infecting America, CBS News reporting. 
that, you know, we're starting to see, you know, the slew of reports that Joe Biden's, you know, media operatives insist there's absolutely no way that 400,000 COVID carrying illegal migrants, you know, will be imported into America. But there are going to be Americans that catch COVID because of the open borders policies of Joe Biden. And there's going to be some that get hospitalized. Some will be put on ventilators and some won't survive. They will die. And that's just by not controlling the border the way we were controlling the border. Mayor of McAllen, Texas, they're growingly concerned. He said, so I saw no correlation between the increase in COVID within our community and the immigrants because they were isolated there. But initially, I didn't see the problem. But now I think there is an issue, he says, because they're going throughout the the country. In other words, he's saying positive or not positive, usually not even tested. They picked up. They're going out and we have no authority to stop them. CBS News asked the mayor of McAllen. So when you hear the governor's talking about this being a problem for the health and safety of the rest of America, am I hearing right? You agree with that? I totally agree with that, the mayor said. Dallas Morning News reporting today that buses of migrant families from Laredo and Del Rio are being driven to Dallas where confused passengers are then dropped off in an effort to alleviate overcrowding in border cities, we learned earlier this week that in the dark of night, plane loads of illegal immigrants are 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 flying into Laredo and other parts of of Texas, and other and then being dispersed to other parts of the country. You know, two hundred and twelve thousand plus this last month of July alone. You have a Democratic border mayor. You know, I mean, this is pretty interesting. You know, discussing all of this, the city of Laredo reached an agreement last week with the Biden administration that allows them to send illegal immigrants to Austin, Dallas, Houston after they're released by Border Patrol. Laredo's mayor, a Democrat, revealed Wednesday that the migrants are no longer being tested for COVID before they're being bussed out. The city is no longer required to test them, he said. The reason why we don't do the testing is that once you test, there's an obligation. He's admitting it. He'd rather get them on the buses and, and make it somebody else's problem. Not particularly nice. We have the former Westchester County executive. He's now running for governor of New York, along with Andrew Giuliani and, and Congressman Zeldin. Rob Astorino is a good guy. He's been a longtime friend. He says that a plane carrying Biden's illegal immigrants landed last night at Westchester County Airport, New York. He's now running for governor, revealed... This morning on our flagship station, WOR, that a source familiar with what's going on at Westchester County Airport, it's a private small airport, told them a plane landed in the dead of night, three in the morning. And he said Westchester County Airport normally closed at that hour, so the plane must have had special clearance. And according to his source, the plane was packed with illegal migrant children who, according to the DHS, have a 20 percent COVID infection rate. Well, what's going to happen? It's obvious. Innocent people are going to be protected. But we're not even doing testing down there. Department of Homeland Security, I'll play a tape later in the program. We've got Mayorkas on tape saying this is not sustainable. Leaked audio. He says, you know, literally, we're we're close to our breaking point and our responsibility is to make sure this never happens again. Well, he's not doing anything to fix it. And the Department of Homeland Security even admitting coronavirus positive border crosses 
are increasingly arriving at their open borders. And Americans that get sick can blame one person directly, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Mayorkas himself. Former CB uh, uh, B chief, Customs Border Patrol chief, Mark Morgan said that Joe's Department of Homeland Security has potentially released already 40,000 coronavirus positive illegal immigrants into the U.S., White House confirmed 212,672 illegal immigrants entering in July. That's just the ones they know about. I mean, I mean, and then they're just literally, you know, just disper- dispensing people all around the country, saying to the, the governors, the mayor, you handle this. Well, how are they supposed to handle this? And do we expect that these illegal immigrants are just going to stay inside and and not come into contact with Americans in every city and town in the country? And what happens when then Americans get sick? I mean, it's not that burdensome to control the borders. Stay in Mexico policy worked. The border wall worked. Uh, Catch and release was was rescinded under Trump. We keep people there. And and then if you want to, if they have a refugee claim, let them go through the claim in Mexico. And if, in fact, it's valid... And you can confirm it's valid. How about then they've got to have at least a coronavirus PCR test, maybe a background check to see that they don't have radical associations, show that they have the means to take care of themselves when they get into the country. They have a place to go. That's not unreasonable. Except if you're a liberal Democrat. And then they're going to they're going to put all these mandates on you. Mandate vaccines, mandate masks, mandate vaccine passports or you you're just shut out of society and shunned and shamed even let me play we have homeland security secretary uh mayorkas privately meeting with border patrol agents uh in texas and this this audio leaked where literally it says the border is unsustainable these numbers can continue and then it goes on to say, we're close to our breaking point. Our responsibility is to make sure this never happens again. It's gotten worse every month. He needs to be fired. Listen. This is unsustainable. Uh, these numbers cannot continue. We cannot um, get to a point where we were a couple of weeks ago. And we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. We're looking at the policy options. How close do you think to breaking here uh, in this sector? And it's our responsibility to make sure that um, never happens again. He says that the border crisis is unsustainable. We're going to lose if, quote, borders are the first line of defense. A couple of days ago, I was down in Mexico and I said, look, you know, if our borders are the first line of defense, we're going to lose. This is unsustainable. Now, it was leaked. Thankfully, some Border Patrol agent recorded it and leaked it. We need to hear it. We can't continue like this. Our people in the field can't continue and our system isn't built for it. Well, the answer is to go back to the policies that you inherited that were working. Senator Tom Cotton rightly now is calling on uh, Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security secretary, to resign or be fired over this border failure. And then they don't even test people. And the mayors of these Texas towns are fine with it because they they're so overrun. They're like, we need some relief. So they don't test them, so then they put them on buses and airplanes in the dark at night and ship them anywhere, and then they get exposed to the American people. 
Americans will die because of this madness. 25 till the <clears throat> top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN is our number. FDA now has authorized a third vaccine dose in immunocompromised, immuno, immuno, I can say it, I talk for a living, uh, people. FDA authorized third dose. Fauci flip-flopper that he is. It's inevitable people will need COVID-19 vaccine boosters, but only immune compromise need them now. So the bar keeps shifting every day. Uh, but then the, you have this this idiot, the NIH guy. Um, uh, parents, you need to wear your mask now at home. Oh, never mind. I didn't mean to say it. I didn't expect the backlash. New Orleans will now require proof of COVID-19 vaccination or negative tests for bars, gyms, concerts. They have the fourth lowest vaccination rate in the country, apparently, at 45.4%. New Orleans Saints are to ban fans without vaccination or proof of a negative test. Why don't they set up testing centers? If they they really want to make it convenient for fans... You you know, you got this, for example, in your local Rite Aid and CVS, it's about a 98 percent, they say, effective rate. Um, And it's emergency authorized use, but they have the home tests. And one of my best friends found out through the home test that even though he was fully vaccinated, that he had covid and it was the Abbott test. I actually ended up buying a bunch of them because I know there's going to be people in my life that need them at some point. I'll have them available. I do that for everybody. And so, but then he went and he, he went to the dock in the box, got the full P- PCR <clears throat> test. Turns out he was a breakthrough case. He's fine. He had Regeneron infused in less than 24 hours. Um, Dr. Farid, Harvard Medical School uh, grad who believes in proactive medicine, also used ivermectin and HCQ and uh, zinc and vitamin D3 and, and vitamin C. I, what, what am I missing? Quercetin. I, I don't even remember the whole protocol, but, you know, I'm not telling people what to do. But I would say this now that Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, realizes that even vaccinated people, the CDC said the vaccination is not preventing people from getting covid. Well, that that's a game changer. And as part of the game change, I think the most underreported and underutilized weapon against COVID are the therapeutics. And more specifically, my personal belief, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist, but anecdotally, the people that I know that have had it, I had two other friends of mine infused two days ago uh, with Regeneron, and Eli Lilly has their version of it. Anyway, in Florida, they're setting up these monoclonal antibody centers for people in Florida, vaccinated or unvaccinated, if you're a breakthrough case, you'll have a fairly immediate access to it. Like with everything COVID related, the faster you move, the the quicker uh, the, the odds are great. That's that's what they even said. These studies that came out eventually, even though the mob and the media went crazy. Yeah, if taken early, HCQ, 84 percent effective at mitigating some of the symptoms of covid is it is it able to fix covid no that's not what the studies say the stuff starting with the the henry ford hospital study and there's been at least seven or eight of them now that have confirmed that that study and ivermectin you should look into that i'm not your doctor i'm just giving you information to look into but you know all these people out there telling everybody what to do one size fits all medicine that's that's not going to work 
Now, I wish I could tell you news that you'd like that this this Delta variant is going to be the end of it, but it's not. There's uh, we're following very closely. I mean, we try to stay ahead of the curve. And as we're now currently dealing with the Delta variant, you know, we now see the variant behind it that has been ravaging parts of South America, what's called the the uh, the Lambda mutation or the uh, Lamanda variant. And anyway, there was a report with a study awaits peer review that prior to getting published, researchers in Japan, this is very preliminary and early, and it's not been peer-reviewed, but they show they're sounding the alarm that the Lambda variant uh, is just as virulent as Delta, thanks to a similar mutation, making it even more contagious. Remember, viruses are always mutating in the fight to stay alive. It's why they do that, I don't know. I'm not a virologist. That's why gain of function is so dangerous. That's why our tax dollars being used uh, for the Wuhan Institute of Virology is the single dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, separate and apart from what we're dealing with in the moment. Anyway, notably, the vaccination rate in Chile is relatively high. The percentage of people who received at least one dose is about 60%. Nevertheless, this variant which started in the spring of 2021, the Lambda variant is proficient in escaping from the antiviral immunity elicited by vaccination, they warn. In other words, breakthrough cases. It's something you're going to have to pay attention to. Um, And that's why we have spent more time focusing on therapeutics, because if it's if these breakthrough cases now, if you take one, if you glean one good thing out of the breakthrough cases that you can kind of take to the bank a little bit, they seem the 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 vaccination seems to provide enough help, even if you do have a breakthrough case, to prevent you from being hospitalized and dying. Okay, at least you're getting some benefit out, out of it up to now. Is that going to last? I don't know. I don't know. You know, my advice stays the same though. I'm not going to be your doctor on radio or your doctor on TV, but you better take it seriously. And for the people you love, take it seriously. And that means you've got to take into account your unique medical history, your unique current medical condition. I urge everybody, if you have a phone, everybody has a phone. You can look up more information at your fingertips. And in seconds, you'll be reading more about COVID and variants and and therapeutics and vaccines than you ever want to read in your life. Trust me, I've read it all. And then talk to your doctor, your doctors, the medical professionals in your life that you trust, that you you go to for the the advice that you're going to believe. And then in conjunction with them, you got to make that decision. That's so easy for everyone else to make it for you, apparently, and play doctors with no credentials whatsoever. I mean, could you imagine if I was doing this, you know, doing what they're doing? You've got to do this. Everybody, one size fits all. It doesn't work that way. I will tell you, we'll get into this with Newt Gingrich at the top of the hour. I mean, how embarrassing is it for this country? We were finally energy independent. Do you know when Donald Trump left office, we were not importing a single barrel of oil from Saudi Arabia um, ever and anymore? Those days were gone. 
We had reached something we had not achieved in 75 years called energy independence. Now, because of the high price of the lifeblood of the world's economy, oil and gas and energy and coal, and we're not, we've artificially now reduced the supply because we're not, we're not in the game anymore because Joe Biden's shutting it all down, appeasing these new Green Deal radical socialists. Now the price of gasoline up a buck thirty a gallon on average and going higher. Now we have now we're begging OPEC. We're begging OPEC to to increase their production so that the price of oil might be reduced when we can literally turn the spigot back on here. All you gotta do is put the pipelines right back where they were. Hire back the workers you fired with their career jobs, get them back to work, and then Start allowing exploration and drilling again in this country, and we can get back to energy independence, and we won't have to suck up to countries that hate our guts. Now, all of a sudden, we were at the point that whatever happened in the Straits of Hormuz didn't impact us. Now that's going to matter again, and we know how the Iranians feel about us. You know, and then this rush to evacuate Kabul after Joe Biden, he was so strong in his you know, saying in July... You know, is the Taliban going to take over Afghanistan? Is that not inevitable? No, it's not inevitable. No, it's is not the Taliban happen. take over. I don't want to play it now. Play, I'll play it with Newton next hour. No, it's not. Yeah, it is happening. About 70% of Afghanistan is taken over already. Now we're, we're sending in Marines, reminiscent of Saigon circa 1975, to get remaining Americans out of the embassy in Kabul. While we're begging OPEC to make oil and we're begging the Taliban, oh, please don't destroy our embassy. I, 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 I cannot believe it. We're sitting back and getting lectured after COVID by the communist Chinese in Alaska. They're threatening our military bases in, you know, on, on the West Coast of, of the United States and, and our allies like J- Japan and, and Taiwan. They're threatening Japan's military bases. They're threatening, quote, reunification. It's not reunification. It's basically them taking over Taiwan. And we're letting them get away with all of it. You think maybe the tape of Hunter being compromised, that the Russians have one of his laptops, and the amount of money he made from Russia, and the amount of money he made from China, all of while he's doing crack and hanging out with hookers the whole time. And you don't think the Russians and Chinese have everything they need to compromise the Biden family? Why did Putin get a waiver on the pipeline while we're firing Americans for our pipeline? That didn't make any sense. Why does Putin get rewarded with a summit after the cyber attacks on our electric grid and, and our and our and our, you know, meats in America? You can't even make this up. It's so pathetic. It's so weak. It's so bad. The Taliban. We're begging the Taliban, a terrorist group. Please don't destroy our embassy. What do you think the international community, what role do you want to play in the international? They don't give, they don't give a flying Adam Schiff about what's going on in the international community. They're terrorists. Biden's approval rating now underwater in three major polls. Last month, he broke the record highest gasoline prices 2014. Last week, Biden set the record worst inflation since 1991. Yesterday, he broke the record for the most illegal immigrants to cross the border. And now he's on track to set the record for the fastest plunge in presidential approval rating since Herbert Hoover. 
Unbelievable. Oil states are begging Biden, please stop trying to replace America's energy. We can we can fill the gap quickly. Texas Governor Abbott, stay out of the way. Get out of our way. Dear White House, he tweets, Texas can do this. Our producers can easily produce the oil if your administration will get the hell out of the way. Little, let's just say, editorial freedom by me. And then he goes on to say, allow American workers, not OPEC, to produce the oil that can reduce the price of gasoline. Same with the Oklahoma governor, Kevin, uh, how do you say his name? Stitt, accusing the administration of punishing his state with their unfriendly policies towards fossil fuels, which include the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline. I mean, this this is insanity. His latest push, I mean, you got to say, huh? Begging OPEC to boost fossil fuel production. Why? Because he shut it down here. We can, again, be energy independent. It wouldn't be hard. Consumer confidence now at a 10-year low. Great job, Joe. Seven months. That's all it took. Maybe you don't miss those those tweets that, that, that so oh negatively impacted blue checkmark cult members of the media mob as if they were so offended by Donald Trump's tweets. I'll take bad tweets and lower gas prices and no inflation uh, and and countries being afraid of America and not threatening America any day. I'll take the tweets. One Harvard economist breaks the bad news to fake news. CNN Biden's inflation has wiped out all wage gains from covid relief bills. The Biden inflation tax erases all gains in workers pay. Can I be any more clear how bad this is getting? 